Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Fishing for Men with Mac show. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, it's wonderful to have you on on the show. Uh, I had a special uh, episode planned for last week, which was going to be an interview with my very good friend uh, regarding the flat earth theory, or shall we call it the flat earth conspiracy or whatever you want to call it. And he just, he just could never meet up with me over Zoom to have that interview. And that sort of, that delayed this, this podcast. And it's just been quite an intense week. Lots of people being sick. Someone passed away today. So it's just been an intense time. Uh, But nevertheless, here I am to share some thoughts with you that I hope will be really, really valuable. I decided to stick to the topic regarding the flat earth and and to talk a little bit about that. And that's why this podcast is entitled, So What If The Earth Is Flat? Or So What If The Earth Is Flat? It depends on how you you say say that. The goal, I must say, just from the beginning, is not really to discuss... um, the flat earth theory, it's not really to say whether it's true or not, although I might be saying some things about that, but to really use this issue of the flat earth theory to to get to a, a talk about conspiracies, um, because conspiracy is really at the heart of the flat earth theory, as you will hear in this show. So I'm going to briefly introduce what the issue is, what the people say the issue is with this flat earth story. And then I'm going to just point out, I think, three reasons why I believe it's important to do an episode on this. I really um, wanted to speak to my friend about what the what the facts are regarding this, this flat earth theory um, so that I don't misrepresent it. But then I did the second best thing. And do you know what the second best thing is if you want to know anything? YouTube. Uh, you will hear later on in the uh, in in the show that that is exactly not what I actually believe. But in any case, that's what I did. I went and I spent about two hours uh, looking at some videos on YouTube. Two hours looking at videos on a specific topic is nothing. Those of you who surf YouTube will know uh, it's it's nothing. But I just wanted the broad basic idea of what is happening. What is this whole story about? And so so here it goes. But just just in a very simple way, let me just say. Before I start, that most people who hear about the flat earth, um, if, if you've never heard of it, if this is the first time that you hear about this, um, at the face off, many people think it's ridiculous. They say, well, I'm not even going to listen every, any further to this. Um, but but just bear with, with it for a moment. Um, I'm not going to make this uh, show about this, this question, whether the earth is flat or not, and have a debate about that. So don't worry about that. I rather want to focus on why are people saying this? What is behind these questions that people ask? How do people end up one day waking up and saying, I wonder if the earth is flat and not round? And what does this have to do with God? Okay, so let's start this off. What is the flat earth theory? I, th- I think that's what they call it, just the flat earth theory. Well, it's a theory that says that, um, who wants to guess, the earth is flat. Flat earthers believe the earth is flat. It's not round. And very often flat earthers are afraid to talk about their belief out of fear for being ridiculed because the the majority of the world population actually believes it's round. And in a way, we've got a sort of 
uh, respect what people's views are, right? Um, they have a sort of a leader. He's uh, the guy leading this story. He's an expert in this. And I must say, I listened to an interview where people, where a panel questioned him and he had like answers for everything, really. His name is Mark Sargent. They also have a flat earth Bible, as some people call it. And it's called the Zetetic Astronomy or Zetetic Astronomy. And it was published in 1881. So if you could look at some of these videos and some of the facts that they point out and some of the calculations that they do, um, it actually comes from that book apparently. And apparently there's about 6.5 million people in the United States who believe the earth is flat. I don't know how many people in South Africa, but in the States that's 6.5 million people. And, you know, I, I know what you're thinking. I can already imagine what you're thinking. The, the, the red lights are coming up in your mind as you start to contemplate whether the earth is flat or not. Uh, you might be saying, well, man, people have been to the moon. Or you, you could say, um, they've taken pictures of the earth. I've seen the pictures myself. Or um, I learned about this in pre-primary school. I mean, it's the first thing that we learn when we get to school, that the earth is round, not flat. The stars are round. Look at the moon. The moon is round. Jupiter and Pluto and Mars, they're all round. Uh, I mean, if, if that doesn't work for you, I mean, if you look at a ship, if you stand on the beach and you see a ship sail away from you, eventually it's going to start disappearing from the bottom up. And that's the horizon. And the horizon exists because the earth is round. Okay? So there's this lots of evidence that the earth is round. How can anybody believe that the earth is flat? And flat earthers, by the way, they've got answers for all of those things. And those are the easy ones for them to deal with. I mean, the, they would say to you, the moon landing was fake. Nobody's ever been in space. I think it's got something to do with the, you could see the flag in the background is sort of uh, as if there's wind on the moon. And we know there's no wind on the moon, so it was faked. The photos of the earth are all photoshopped. Um, and what you learned in school uh, is really what the powers of this world wanted you to believe from a young age. And so they've, they've planted this information that the, or this idea that the earth is round in textbooks from children already from a young age. And then you might say, well, okay, well, what about the, the ships um, and the horizon? They would say, no, 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 the ships don't disappear. They just move out of your sight. They just move out of his sight. And so the, the, the particles on top of the water th through evaporation is causing it to look like it's, it's disappearing from the bottom up first, but it's not really the case. Um, it's, it's just out of your sight. And, and so this whole idea of the earth being round, it's deception. Uh, so they believe they believe the Illuminati and the Freemasons and the world powers are the guys that are deliberately hiding the truth from civilization to, to keep to hold the power over us. Everything I've been told uh, uh, to us about the earth being round has been a lie. And what the earth actually looks like is this. It's a flat disc. It's almost like a plate. So imagine you've got a plate in front of you. In the middle of this plate, you've got the North Pole. Around it, you have the continents. And on, right on the edge around, on, on the edge of the plate, you have Antarctica. And that's an ice wall. So you get that. The North Pole is in the center. And then you've got the, the continents and, and you've got the ocean. And then every all the water of the oceans are kept on the plate with a big wall that surrounds the earth. And that is called Antarctica. And you know what's the first thing when I, when I thought about it? I thought about... Why don't we, okay, let's just get in a plane, let's get in a plane, let's fly over the wall, see what it looks like on the other side. Why don't we just fly there? Why doesn't SAA and Fly Emirates and Delta Airlines not just fly there and go show us what it looks like on the other side of the wall? Well, here's the thing, and this is a fact. Nobody is allowed in Antarctica except military personnel and military scientists. 
Isn't that scary? That's why planes never fly over it, right? Have you, have you thought about that? Now the theory starts to sound, wow, well, there's a possibility. Why aren't we allowed to go there? Why is there only certain people allowed to go there? Maybe this is true. You might say, well, what about the sun, the moon, and the stars? I mean, how does that work on a flat earth? Um, isn't it true that the earth is revolving around the sun? No, no, not according to their model. They say that the, the stars are just lights hanging in the sky. And so you've over this plate, you've got like sort of a dome. You know, I'm thinking about the movie Biodome with old Jim, Jim Carrey. There's a dome over the earth and there's lights in this dome and the sun and the moon, they're actually a lot smaller than what scientists say or what, what would have been told to us. And these, the sun and the moon, they, they're circulating around this flat plate, this flat earth. When the sun is on the one side, the moon is on the other side. And so the, the sunrise and the sunset sort of works. I think you, you're getting the the sort of the gist of what this is about. Now, among, among other things, that, that's the, the theory of how the, the Earth's shape is. Um, another, among other things, they also say that uh, gravity does not exist. Um, and then people ask, but why, if I jump into the air, why do I go down again? They say, no, the Earth is constantly moving upwards. So this Earth, wherever we are, is moving up, and that force is what, what we call gravity. Um, they also say if the earth was really a ball spinning at the pace that scientists say, you know, the, the pace at, at which it is turning, then we would all be flung off the earth. It's sort of like taking a tennis ball and putting it in water and then spinning it in the air. What's going to happen? The, the water is going to gush off. And so they're saying, look, if the earth is really round and the earth is really moving at this pace, then we, we should all be just flung off the earth because the ball is moving so fast. Uh, people who believe the earth is round have been brainwashed and indoctrinated. That's what they believe. So if you're listening to this and you believe the earth is round, according to flat earthers, you've been indoctrinated and, and brainwashed. Uh, astronauts, you might ask questions about astronauts. Well, they say astronauts are actors. Uh, the, the rockets really get shoot, shot up into the sky, but there's nobody in them. Um, there's never been people in them. They say nobody has ever been in space. Uh, and NASA is part of the great conspiracy. And uh, part of their understanding, therefore, is also related to other things. For example, you'll find lots of the flat earthers also believe in other conspiracy theories. Like they would say ni the 911 story, uh, that was a hoax. And that vaccines... Uh, there, that's a hoax too, and there's a there's a great conspiracy about that. And uh, of course, most of them would say that the the coronavirus at the moment is also a great world power conspiracy theory sort of thing. Um, so many of the flat earthers they're just skeptical of society in general and have a distrust in in people. The one guy says he doesn't watch TV at all because the TV is called is, is a hypno box in his vocabulary. So many of them also try to live secluded lives from society. They're very skeptical of the norm and of what the crowds follow. When the leader was asked, Mark Sargent was asked, well, how did this world come into existence? He said, well, I don't, I don't really know. It could be a god or it could be a specialized, civilized society. In other words, aliens. Now, the, the idea of the earth being flat seems to make the human race more special. That seems to be the idea. Uh, flat earthers say that if the earth is as they say it is, it makes the human race much more special. There's a lot more design. Um, and, I, and I think what they're referring to is 
to this idea that's also been going around in evolutionary theory that the earth came from the big bang and we are just dust particles that that come from this stars that exploded and there's no purpose for us there's no reason for us and if that's the way that we came into existence then there's no real creator and i understand why they say that but uh, just to give you an indication of what they say out of their own mouths here's just a short clip just a few seconds of one of the flat earthers that talk about that do you feel like the mainstream scientific community will concede to your they way can't, of thought? Because it means then almost the, uh, the breakdown of civilization. If you realize that uh, the Earth's flat, well then hang on, why are we sending things up into space? There is no space. Where's all this money going to? What's the point? The reason behind all this deception is they've relegated us to a microbe, a speck of dust in an infinite void with nothing in control. Powerful people who have got more money than us can now say, you do as we say. So the flat earthers really like this idea that, that we've been created and that we are here for a purpose and that we're not just a random planet floating around between billions of other pl planets, that we've been uniquely created or our planet has been uniquely created. And here's one of the key things that they also believe, some of them believe, uh, those who are Christians and who are flat earthers, they believe that the Bible proves that the earth is flat and not round. Now, either way, we might soon know something better because I don't know if you've been watching the news, but Elon Musk, um, last night actually, he was going to launch a, his spaceship into space to go to the International Space Station. It didn't happen because the weather was really bad. Two astronauts was going to uh, take the journey. I think it's a 19-hour journey. I was quite excited about that. I watched it um, on, on live YouTube. And the f obviously the flight never took place, but it's going to come. Uh, go Google that. Go find out about that. It is actually quite very, very, very interesting. And apparently, I think they're going to broadcast this whole trip live. So you can see as they travel through their video operations, etc. You can see how this happens. But once again, that means nothing to a flat earther because the flat earthers can look at that and say, this has all been programmed. It has all been photoshopped. It's not real. Um, but you can also find this interesting. You can go Google the International Space Station and then you can actually get see live footage as the space station is traveling around the globe and you can see the shape of the earth through that footage if you believe that footage is to be true. So, let's get into this. What do we make of this? Why do a podcast about it? And don't worry, it's not going to take too much time. But why do a podcast about it? I just want to make three points that I believe should add value to our lives. Whether we believe the earth is flat or not, three points. First of all, it's easy to be deceived. It's easy to be deceived. Mark Twain said, it's easier to fool people than to convince them that they have been fooled. I'm just going to say that again. It's easier to fool people than to convince them that they have been fooled. Flat earthers believe most of the world has been fooled and that they find it very hard to unfool them. Flat earthers are legitimately walking around saying to people who believe the earth is round, look man, you've been fooled. Okay? You've been taken for an egg. And people who believe the world is actually round see the flat earther movement as a bunch of people who have been fooled or are fooling themselves. They're like a cult. According to them, the facts are clear and these people just want to believe what they believe despite the facts. So either side is deceived. The earth is round or flat. It can't be both. 
Do you see that? So there's one crowd of people that is actually being fooled currently. It's either the majority of the world that says the earth is round, or it's the minority that says the earth is flat. So either side is deceived. So either one of the sides is deceived for a, a fact. And that brings me to the question, how do you determine truth? If you want to know the truth, how will you find it out? How do you find out the truth about something? Now, let me just say this, and, and it, not YouTube, not YouTube. The people who believe the earth is flat learn from YouTube videos, people's videos on YouTube. YouTube can convince you of anything if you want to believe it. On YouTube, you can see people walking on water, right? On YouTube, you can see videos of mermaids that have washed out of the ocean, right? If you're gullible, you can go into YouTube and you can come out of there and believe anything that you have seen. That's the nature of YouTube. Often you see these pictures of big snakes or big people or giants or mermaids and all kinds of funny things. And those are just videos that are really actually fooling people. I saw an image on Pinterest um, that said the following, dear conspiracy theorist, you're not special. You're not awake. You're not enlightened. You're not one of the few. You're not an expert. You're not an investigator. You just have internet access. <laughs> I thought that was quite cool. A lot of people make up their minds on truth based on what they find on YouTube. Guys, let's be responsible. People are putting up videos there that don't love the truth, don't like the truth. Sometimes they just want to promote their own agenda. You go and if you're gullible, you go watch that video and you believe that's truth. That's fact. No, YouTube is not going to give you truth. Not in all aspects. Sometimes there's truth on there, but don't expect to find truth if you go look for it on YouTube. And not social media either. Social media is not going to give you truth either. I mean, the crowd isn't always right, ladies and gentlemen. People's opinions are not truths. Okay, now what am I saying? If people can get deceived about physical facts, like whether the earth is round or not, how much more will they not be deceived about religious beliefs? Just like the earth might look flat to some people, so some people believe their religions look right. For example, the Mormons, they honestly believe they've got the full truth. And the Jehovah's Witnesses, they believe they've got the full truth. And the Catholics, they believe that their faith is 100% genuine. And the atheists, they believe that their faith is 100% genuine. And it looks right. But how do we determine truth then? And that brings me to the second point. How do we determine truth? I believe, and I can really back this up, that there's one reliable source of truth. One reliable source of truth. And I've spoken about this many times before. It is the ancient scriptures. It is the stuff that was written by Moses and by David and by Solomon and by Ezekiel and Isaiah and Jeremiah and Matthew and Mark and Luke and John. It's the stuff that we find in this canon of scripture that is written Thousands of years ago, written by 40 different people over a period of 1,600 years, and it tells the same story. If there's anything on earth that we can go to, that we can be sure we're going to find truth, it's that piece of document. A human being cannot create that by himself. It cannot be man-made. It's too complex. It's too intertwined. It's too miraculous. It's been around for too long to, to be seen as something that... Um, is not reliable. And many people would say, I mean, especially today, I would rather trust science than what the scripture says. Well, <laughs> most of the time when science, when science is true, 100% true, it never contradicts the scripture. The scripture supports science. Sorry. <clears throat> 
The scriptures on, on, on the side of science, it's not against it. Science is only discovering what the scriptures already said thousands of years ago. But we can't always even trust science. Because this week, science will say this. Ten years from now, science will discover something else. We changes the theory of this week. It's always changing with new discoveries. So you can't really trust everything that you, you see in science. I'm not saying throw away science. I'm just saying don't make it your God. Um, because new discoveries always trump old discoveries. Now, the interesting thing is this. Many of the flat earthers, they believe uh, that God um, really exists. And so they went looking in the Bible. What does the Bible say about the flat earth? And they actually found some scriptures that they believe says the earth is flat. I'm going to read to you uh, or just give you an indication of what some of them do say. Uh, you can just write down these verses if you want to. Job 38 verse 4 to 7 says the earth has a foundation and a cornerstone. Oh my goodness, a round earth doesn't have that. A foundation and a cornerstone. Job 38 verse 12 to 14 says the earth has edges. Edges. The earth is round. It doesn't have edges. It must be flat then. Isaiah 11 verse 12 and Revelation 7 verse 1 says the earth has four corners. And there are also other um, scriptures related to that. Isaiah 40 verse 22 says the earth is a circle and its people are like grasshoppers. Wow. And God sits enthroned on the circle of the earth. Now, listen to this. You can use the Bible to prove almost anything you want to believe. People use the Bible to prove that we were created by aliens. I can use the Bible to concoct a theory that says eating chappies is sin. I can do that. I can just go manipulate a few texts that stand there. Um, the Bible was used to defend apartheid in South Africa. It was actually a theological background that pushed the agenda of separating peoples in South Africa based on race. So I believe the scriptures are true. That is something I will nicely outline in a future podcast or a set of podcasts. But, but let's just say it is the truth from God. And if it is the truth from God, like I claim, why is it so easy for people to create their own truths from it? If the book is true, why do people end up believing all kinds of other things from it? Well, here's the answer. Because you can only find the truth in the Bible if you are a truthful person. Most people go to the Bible to find in it what they already believe. Or they go to find in it what they want to believe. Such a person is not interested in finding truth. Such a person wants to manipulate what the Bible says into what they believe already. They want the Bible to say what they want it to say. A truthful person will go to the Bible with the question, what does it say? Not, I want it to say this and I'm going to push this into meaning what I want it to mean. You can't go, for example, to the book of Revelation and say the earth has four literal corners, yet the whole genre of the book is apocalyptic. If you, say, if you take Revelation and say the earth has four corners, then you are saying that the beast that comes out of the sea is a real beast. And the rider on the white horse is really a white rider on the horse. Right? It's all symbolic apocalyptic language. Both Job and Isaiah are poetic in nature. Just like in real life, you don't take a poem and claim that this poem is a scientific piece of writing. So it is with the Bible. If you love truth, you will agree that based on the genre of the text, that you cannot use those words to say that God says the earth is flat. And if you do, you're manipulating the text to fit into the belief you have already embraced. Now let's look at these texts again. For example, um, Job 38, 12 to 14, the earth has edges. 
The earth has edges, okay? In the same verse, it says that the earth shake the wicked out of it or shake the wicked out of the earth. Have you ever seen wicked people being shaken out of the earth? So somebody takes the earth, shakes it, and only the wicked people fall out of it. No, it's symbolic. So if the latter part of the verse is symbolic, then the, then the former piece is as well. He's not saying the earth has literal edges. Let's look at Isaiah 11 verse 12, Revelation 7 verse 1. The earth has four corners. Well, I don't know how that fits into a, a flat earth theory because according to the flat earth theory, the earth has no corners. You have a round disk. There are no corners. So I don't know what to say about that. But the four corners of the earth actually means the four directions of the wind, east, north, south, and west. What about Isaiah 40 verse 22 that says the earth is a circle and the people are like grasshoppers and that God is sitting on this on, on the circle of the earth. He sits enthroned above the earth. Okay, so that would mean, if we take that text literal, it would mean that, okay, the earth is a circle. Okay, let's let's give that. The people are like grasshoppers. Okay, so the people really look like grasshoppers? Physically, they look like grasshoppers? Is, is that what it's saying? Or is the text trying to say that there are lots of people? And then secondly, um, is God really sitting on the circle of the earth? So we, we need to be looking up to see if we can see his bum. Because he's sitting somewhere. It's all symbolic language. So you can take these texts and you can force it into meaning what you want it to mean, but then you're not a truthful person. And so each one of us needs to think carefully about what it is that we believe and why we believe it. The Bible is not a blueprint for everything in this world. It's not a scientific book. The Bible is a love letter from God to us. If you don't love truth, you will miss this. And you'll make the Bible a book that you use to suit what you've already decided, what you've already decided that you want to believe. And then the last point, the third point is this. Fear God, that is it. Fear God, that is it. One thing flat earthers have in common is conspiracy theories. There's this global Illuminati leadership scam, this group of people. And they're controlling us. And we're going to be chipped. That's come up recently a lot. We're going to be chipped. Our water has been poisoned. Our, our, our vaccines carry viruses that give us all kinds of diseases. I, I don't know what, what else. And out of all the videos I've been watching, the word they comes up the whole time. If you, if you listen to a conspiracy th uh, or a flat earther talk, you'd always talk about they and them, they and them. They are lying. They are hiding. They are controlling. And, 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 if, and if you don't believe this, you are a dumb sheep that believes the lie and they are controlling you and they are going to have power over you, etc. In this sense, they, they, they claim that they are more superior and intelligent. They're not going to fall. The flat earth is not going to fall for these leadership guys, the Illuminati and the Freemasons and these guys that are ruling the world. Oh, no, no, no. They are too intelligent and they can see through their scams. They're not blind. They, they, and, and you know what? People who do believe the earth is round, they are dumb. And they, they're falling for this. And, and maybe there's something. Maybe there's something to say about some of these things. But I found this text in Isaiah chapter 8, verse 12 to 13. Listen to what it says. Do not call conspiracy everything that these people call conspiracy. Do not fear what they fear and do not dread it. The Lord Almighty is the one you are to regard as holy. He is the one you are to fear. He is the one you are to dread. 
You see, especially in this time of the coronavirus, loads of videos are made of, the, of you know, lots of stuff about the end of the world, about the Illuminati controlling this. And what does it do? What, what do these theories do? It drives fear into people. Ladies and gentlemen, we don't have to fear people. We don't have to fear the world leaders. We don't have to fear the Illuminati. We don't have to fear control. Our God controls everything. Our God controls every person on this planet. We have to fear Him. God cares two hoots whether you believe the earth is flat or round. What He cares about is how you treat His Son. If the shape of the earth was His main concern, He would have spoken more about that than love or anything else. The flat earth theory is just a symptom of a deeper issue. People fear world powers. They fear conspiracies. Nobody and nothing is to be trusted. That is the issue. It's a fear of people. But the Bible tells us nowhere to fear people, and it tells us nowhere to fear government. The Bible talks about spiritual warfare, about the evil that lies behind everything that we see. But even this we should not fear. Nowhere does the Bible say, fear the devil, fear the dark forces of evil. It doesn't say that. Paul tells us the following in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 12. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, uh, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. That is the enemy, ladies and gentlemen. The enemy is not flesh and blood. The enemy is not people. The enemy is not world leaders. It's a spiritual battle. And then he goes on. So, so you don't defeat the devil with YouTube videos over conspiracies. Conspiracies are things the devil keeps people occupied with. And people love it. Further on in the section of Ephesians chapter 6, Paul writes and he says, um, he talks about the full armor of God. And he says that this is what you got to do. This is what you got to spend your time on. Don't worry watching a million YouTube videos about the conspiracy so that you could save yourself against the conspiracy. So that you can believe the truth about the conspiracy. So that you can make sure that these world leaders, these people, this flesh and blood people are not going to catch you in their, in their trap. That's not what the text says. The text says this is how you, this is the things that you focus on. Truth. And righteousness. And telling people about Christ. And faith. And salvation. And the word of God. And prayer. Those are the things you focus on. So you don't keep on focusing on these things that drives fear into you. For fearing a man. That's how you defeat the forces of darkness. Through truth. And righteousness. And telling people about Christ. And faith. And salvation. And the word of God. And prayer. Sometimes I wish Christians who watch hours and hours and hours of YouTube videos would just spend some time in the Word and be transformed to be more like Jesus. They're going to have a bigger impact in this world. People who fear the conspiracy, Illuminati leaders are mistaken. There are forces far greater than them. And those forces are called Satan and his cronies. And you know what? God rules over them as well. And he's reserved eternal judgment for them. Human world powers are ranked third in our world in power. Third, so there's God, the ultimate supreme power of the universe. And beneath him, we could say our biggest threat is Satan and his cronies. And beneath them, you have people who's got power and lots of money in this world. And what conspiracies are doing, conspiracies are saying, we need to fear the third ranked, the third ranked human beings. 
That's not what the text says. The text says we don't even fear them. We don't even fear Satan and his cronies. We only fear the supreme being of the universe, the God of the universe. And he's got this. He's controlling this. God rules over everything. Don't fight for the bronze medal. Now, if you are in Christ, you don't have to fear chip implants. You don't have to fear the coronaviruses or anything that can be done to your body. If Christ allows a virus to, to take your life, it's time for you to meet him. Romans 8 verse 21 says, if God is for us, who can be against us? 1 John 4 verse 4, the one in you is greater than the one in the world. In other words, God plants his seed in your heart when you come to him. And he's saying that this seed planted in you is greater than Satan and his cronies. Greater than Satan himself. So if you're in Christ, you are already more powerful than the world powers. You don't have to worry about what these world powers can do to your physical body. Paul was not scared of the Roman emperor at the time who cut off his head. He can cut off your head. He can do nothing to your soul. Nothing. So let me conclude. We must always respect people. But we don't have to respect their ideas. Always respect people. You people come to you with their theories and things. Respect them. But you don't have to respect their ideas. And we need to get a message out there that we don't have to fear any man. That's what Martin Luther King Jr. said in his last final speech. He said, I don't fear any man. And he was killed later. But you know what? He's in, they couldn't get him. They, they couldn't get him. He's in eternity with the God of heaven and earth. And his work on earth left such an indemnable mark that it's changed the states forever in terms of um, its, its race, racial policies. Secondly, people believe what they believe most often because they want to believe it. If you're listening to this, make sure that you believe what you believe because it's the truth and not because you just want to believe it. We're attracted sometimes to believe the things that we want to believe. Be very careful. If we are truth seekers, we will find the truth. And when we find the truth, the truth will set us free. I'll leave with you one last verse. Psalm 118 verse 6. The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me?